Ladies and gentlemen, welcome very much back to the Positive Edge, a podcast where we discover how we as young individuals can better ourselves and the world around us. We talk about everything from motivation and self-care in today's days and age. And we are your hosts. Daniel is a motivational speaker and commercial pilot, and I'm Juliana, a social media consultant and content creator. We're both in our early 20s trying to navigate life all while documenting that with you and sharing our tips and learnings along the way. So, just catching up on the week and the day for that matter. Tell me a little bit about your week. What have you been doing? Everything from work-wise to whatever you've been doing. So it's been a little bit of a busy week. Um, I think it has for both of us, right? Correct. It's been a lot of work and uh, my dog got parasites (laughs) from eating like cat poo. (laughs) <laughs> which really sucks like first breaking is the, news first is the coronavirus and then my dog gets like parasites so we need to wash everything that's inside the house did like, you get parasites no well? but it can be like contempt i know that's why it can I'm be ask- transmitted to humans that's why i'm asking yeah no i haven't got it is it safe for me to be seated right here yeah it is are you sure <laughs> my dog is just on the other side of this room we just okay. had a lot of chinese food parasites Is that the topic for the week? No, it's not. So today we're talking about adulting, which is an exciting topic, especially for young adults just like us, like people in their 20s, because I often feel like when you grow up that you will get to a point where you have everything figured out and you have everything together. You have all the things that you want in life, like a big house and nice car and all that. But then you might also just get that, but not realize that that wasn't the thing that you wanted in the first place. Or it isn't just like what makes you happy. So that's what we're talking about today. Very exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. And like everything else, uh, subjective to a certain point, uh, I think this topic is is very much um, defined by your beliefs. And often beliefs comes from the people around you, your family, your upbringing, your closest friends and so on. What about if we start out by maybe just defining what... Every definition you have out there. Sure. Yeah. So the definition of adulting is the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially the accomplishments of mundane but necessary tasks. So so just the word adulting uh, completely, I've never really used that word uh, in a everyday language. So it's basically just growing up. I think I've seen it quite a, many places like especially on social media you often see people on their Instagram story like cooking food at mm. home especially in these times actually like s- organizing their rooms um, cooking on their own and just hashtagging like adulting like look how much of an adult I am but I just want to like break that down because what is it like what is that right? right? Yeah. Because I think it's all up in our head. Yeah. Maybe you don't even reach a point where you feel like an adult. Okay, so let's break it down. In our lives as as young adults or whatever you want to call it, even kids, you're always being taught, all right, so next year you're going to the second grade and the following the third grade and so on. So everything you do in life, at least in the typical capitalistic society, mm-hmm. is leading up to you taking some sort of responsibility. Now, let's look at the definition again. The practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult. Yeah. Especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. I think that's like having your finances together or 
like always making your bed and doing your laundry. And don't yeah. you think? So like having your life together. The way I'm reading the last part is basically you do stuff that's not necessarily fun. Yeah. You remember when you were young, you wanted to play football with all your friends or play with Barbies or whatever you did. You did it because it was fun. You you didn't do it because you had to do it. You wanted to do it. You really thought it was fun. Yeah. So that's, I mean, if you take responsibility and just say, all right, I don't like this, but I've got to do it, then I suppose it's the behavior of an adult individual. But do you feel like an adult right now? I don't think of it as that, uh, you know, I'm an adult, but it's important for me to get the stuff done that needs to be done. And that could be comfortable thing as well as not comfortable things. Mm-hmm. You know, you might even be with friends or your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. There's things you need to talk about and things you need to do that's not fun. There's different ways of growing through that, right? You can either do it by repetition, just basically doing something that's not fun multiple times. Could be taking a cold shower. Mm-hmm. It could be something else. But yeah. if you do it over and over again, you... You teach your brain to get used to it. And then you and your beliefs and especially your brain know what's coming. So that's one way of getting used to not fun tasks, I yeah. believe. So you don't feel like an adult? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't actually answer the question. <laughs> yeah. By the definition, yes. Okay. I do, but I don't think of it that way. Yeah, me neither. I would argue maybe you don't even feel like an adult until you have kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, then you really have responsibility for another human. But then how did you define an adult being grown up when when you were young in elementary? How did you define that? That was like our parents. Yeah. I don't know. They have us. So I guess that's something to do with like the kids thing too. But I don't know. It's just uh, it's interesting topic because I see a lot of um, journalists like throughout the years. They've written a lot of articles about like adulting being a scam, like not being real. What is? I mean, no, it's <laughs> be a scam to be grown up. Okay, so let's look at it by all of the you know all of the biology books and so on. I've been told, and I recall it. I'm not quoting this, but I recall that. It's typical that the bones and the majority of your body stops growing when you're 21. Yeah. All right. So first thing, there's something physical. There's a physical limit where you don't grow anymore. Uh-huh. Up in my head, that's somewhat associated with being an adult, at least in oh, a physical okay. sense, right? Yeah. Just referring to what you just said, that adulting or being grown up, whatever you want to call it, is a scam. Uh, how's that a scam? Again, it's like the expectation when you grow up, you think that a being an adult is something that is actually not it could even be in relation to like do you think certain things will make you happy that actually doesn't because there are some materialistic things that you might want in life whether that be like a sports car or a big house or something like that but then then you when you get it it doesn't actually make you as happy as you thought so that's we talked about it before but that's going back to the whole dopamine sort of thing right mm-hmm. so you repeatedly stimulate your brain or the receptors, the dopamine receptors up in your in your head again and again and again. And all of a sudden, nothing is not as fun as the first time. 
Mm, yeah, even um, the online course that I took at one point uh, called the Science of Wellbeing, there was a theory, or like a theory, but like a scientifically proven thing, where there was a bunch of like, I think it was even hot dogs or something. And then because you have so many hot dogs, when you eat it, you would think that the first one tasted just as great as the 10th uh, hot dog that you would eat but it's actually not because again like i think it's the dopamine in the brain it like spikes and then it decreases a lot with like the second one yeah. so you have to wait a certain period of time before you eat like another one and then it would give you just as much gratification yeah. but then again going back to what you said about it it being a scam mm. if you take that example and then just flip it over to doing the laundry How does that go together? Nobody wants to do, well, of course, it's nice to get cleaned up and so on. But it, I'm sure not everyone wants to do the laundry. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, and the whole scam you were referring to was in the materialistic sense, right? Yeah. Basically, you can get too much of something. Wasn't yeah. is that correctly understood? Yeah, I think the basic theory of adulting being a scam is that you would think that you reach a point where you have everything figured out. But then you reach that point, like no adults actually have everything figured out. Mm. I think that's the whole point. Like we think so highly of maybe like our parents or something. Right. When we reach that age, Oof. you figure Oof. out, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like there's a point growing up where you figure out, okay, my parents are not, they're not perfect at all. Yeah. Like they have flaws too. And they don't have everything together. Yeah. No, no. So I think that's an interesting thing. Yeah, for sure. But do you ever have everything together? I that's mean, the thing. Yeah. You don't. That's why it's a scam. Because like, there's no such thing as like, okay, I'm an adult. I have everything figured out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't that, know. That makes it a scam that you don't have everything figured that's out. That's just a headline. Okay. Yeah, just, I mean, just but I just thought digging. it would be an interesting thing to bring up. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I did sure. some things growing up where you felt like, oh. That kind of surprised you about growing oh, up. That's a question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Has there um, been a point where you were like, "Oh, I didn't realize that," or this is gonna come out very arrogant. Okay. <laughs> I thought a lot of things in life would have been harder to a certain extent. Really, life is very damn hard. But it's like up in my mind when I get the principles in order and just do it enough times, things just start happening. Oh, you just things start to unfold. Yeah, just oh. if, if you develop the principles and all of the proper ways of thinking about things, life is so much more easier than what you thought. Mm. Um, and it's like stay curious. Develop the beliefs, proper beliefs, and stay curious. And don't be afraid to do the work. Understand the, the whole game. Do you, do you remember how most of you probably heard of uh, Grand Theft Auto, the, the video that? game on uh, PlayStation, GTA? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So you learned the game. You, know, you, you learned what it took to play CJ, right, in Los Angeles or whoever it is, Franklin, whatever. You learned that in order to make it through the game it's the same thing with life you think this is a game yeah so so it's the same thing really you got to learn the rules and then conform to those rules if you of course believe in those rules there's but don't you think there's something powerful about like kind of going against those rules of life I understand what you're referring to. Yeah. Now I've got to be very specific. I'm not saying you have to do everything the way other people are doing it. Mm. There should definitely 
be room for being innovative and creative and everything about life. But there's also a good part called that you got to sort of adapt to your environment, right? Or you can say no and just say f*** it all. But then the reality is, yes, I just use the F word. No, I'm just thinking like the the big entrepreneurs like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or something. They kind of went against everything, right? In, in terms of business, yeah. But yeah. he's just... I mean, Elon, he, he, he developed amazing principles for his own life. And that's a beautiful thing. Again, I'm not saying you have to do do it the way every everyone else are doing it, but you need to learn the game. So let's take the example of Elon Musk, right? Mm -hmm. He started with PayPal, took his money from there and took it over to Tesla and SpaceX. He's very goddamn focused. He's focused in everything he does, or at least so it appears. So about the whole rocket thing, he probably had to learn a good amount of rocket science in order to play around in the ballpark. About Tesla, he probably had to learn a lot of stuff about how electric uh, motors generate enough energy to move a car and so on. Yeah. And that's what I'm referring to when I say you have to adapt. You have to learn the game. So what I mean is you need to... Invest time in it? Yeah, you can don't call it okay. that, whatever you want to call it. But you, mm -hmm. need to, you need to take yourself and put yourself in this situation or outcome you want out of it. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, like you, you realize that things unfold as you... Spend Focus enough it, time on it. And yeah. most importantly, you want to be a part of it. But that goes quite well with like the, um, the thing people always say about, is it when you spend 1,000 hours? 10,000. 10, okay, 10,000 10, hour hours yeah. on something, then you'll be an expert at it, yeah. right? And it's really just a way of saying if you spend Put enough in the time on it. You, but then again, it depends on what you spend the 10,000 hours at. Yeah. Because right? there's things in life where... It's not as explored. Meaning, if you spend 10,000 hours on the banking industry, then there's a pretty good chance that someone else already spent those 10,000 hours. But I can kind of relate to it. Like, I also find that, like, growing up, you find out that there's some amazing opportunities that sometimes happen yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like you feel so lucky that they happen and then that leads to something else yeah well, what i meant before was basically just if you spend those ten thousand hours and studying it at something that's not as explored it could be everyone is focused on uh, you know mars and the moon if you spend those ten thousand hours on a different galaxy this circle of competitors automatically starts to get smaller because people aren't as creative in thinking those ways because it's it's the normal thing to sort of follow the beaten path and the normal path of what everyone else <laughs> has been thinking about. So that's my point. So let's talk uh, upbringing in the whole adult uh, sure. sort of approach let's to it. Let's do that. So I've, I've been told that people want us to discuss more. Yeah. <clears throat> people want us to like argue like have yeah. different opinions yeah different opinions <laughs> which we thought like going into this podcast we thought we would disagree more than we actually do <laughs> but let's bring them into okay look so the reality is obviously we, we, we don't want the episodes to be two hours long yeah. and if we really got to dive into something we we want to be precise and we want to be elaborative on those topics meaning we can't be talking too much about five different things and only make it last an hour. So our different strategy is be shorter in what we want to talk about in terms of topics and then just expand more of those. Yeah. And I already spent one and minute. Sometimes on Daniel just like I talk too much. No, you <laughs> you like agree with me, even though you don't I don't know that. what she's talking about. 
<laughs> just to keep the the length of the episode short. <laughs> well, sometimes, is that true? To all my fellow fellow guys out there, it's the easiest thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. All right. Okay. So upbringing. Let's talk upbringing. upbringing. Okay. Um. So I grew up with my mom. My dad, he left when I was three. So I grew up with my mom. Yes. Your turn. I grew up with my both of my parents. Yep. And don't get me wrong. It, it's not, and I said it before, there's not anything right or wrong in this. It's just sort yeah, of no. sharing our story to you guys and sort of looking but at it's, the context. But it's funny because it's, um, it's something we both realized. Like it plays such an important part mm. in your life, right? Mm. Like your childhood and how it reflects on you later on subconsciously like when you don't even think about it it's really interesting so yeah there's definitely um there's some differences right if we just talk in the context of like adulting i think again you often see your parents and you're like oh they have everything together or or something like that and my parents are like they've been together since they were teenagers (laughs) so you always grow up seeing that like they've been together their whole life and automatically you would think like oh that's like what that's supposed to be like yeah, because yeah, that's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And that could be very good and very not good. Because, I mean, on my behalf, I, like I said, I grew up with my mom. So I grew up with a single parent. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm used to seeing. So then, of course, if you think a little bit about relationships in life, I've asked myself the question, all right, if I grew up with that, does that mean if I don't do anything, I'll, I'll automatically attract the same thing? I think the answer to that is the moment you start asking questions to those situations in life is the moment of you becoming aware of what might affect your future decisions i hope that made sense Mm. and it it would mean that you would just be more like considerate when Mm. it comes to like picking your partner yeah that would make sense because you saw like your parents they got divorced so you would automatically like be more considerate with it maybe i thought it was normal yeah, yeah. I've also heard people who come from divorced families where they just look at relationships slightly differently, where they like they see it as you're with that person, but they can't see like forever, mm. which makes sense too. Like that's Absolutely. that's the way that like modern society works. Like you're with that person until it no longer feels right. right. But if you look at it in like very traditional um, settings. Where, of course, it's still like that in some places, but if you come from a, maybe like a very religious family where the religion wouldn't allow you to like get divorced, you would look at marriage in like a very different way. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Let's look at beliefs you got from your upbringing. Okay. Meaning in this specific situation, you know, I had grown up with my mom, you grew up with your parents. What yes. positive and negative beliefs have you developed throughout your upbringing did you have adapted to your current age? I feel like my parents, they've always been very great at like explaining, for instance, like finances to me and the importance of working hard and putting in effort, as we just talked about. But still like know that there are plenty of opportunities out there. I feel like if you grow up with a very like scarcity mindset, that's a dangerous thing too. And I think a lot of people do that. Where they grow up and thinking like there's not enough money for me to live. So you start to like stress about it. And I think that just makes you like attract that. Mm. so that's something that you have to like think about too like you have to create your own perspective on like money for instance and love for that matter 
Yeah. But don't you think the whole, what you just said about scarcity, isn't mm. it easier not thinking of when you have the money? I feel like scarcity mindset is, is a difficult one. Mm. Yeah, Don't say it as it is. Same yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally know what you mean. And it's it's a tough topic. I, I it is. I feel it for us because you've been programmed to that, all right, if I say this, I might sound too harsh and so on. Yeah. The, the best thing... I've I've learned from a lot of people throughout the years is from Jordan Peterson. If you oh. go into his videos on YouTube and just see it, even in his book, he's referring to art. If you limit your body language and just focus on saying and thinking of the things that are coming out of your mouth, the changes of you getting misunderstood is significantly smaller than you waving and smiling while you're trying to say it. So my point is just say it as it is and don't think of everyone else. Just say what you're trying to communicate. And in this specific topic, it could be hard because it gets personal. But positive and negative. So positive is I've always been spoken to in a very mature way, even as a child. And negative, I think that growing up with my parents... And my brother, who is like 11 years older than me, I think the negative of that was that I had a hard time like connecting with kids my age. It wasn't until like high school where I was like, wow, now I feel like kids at the same age, like we could connect on that level, like we had the same interests and all of that. But like growing up before then, it was hard in school. Mm, yeah. So what's but that negative? might be, that's the negative, like okay. growing up in such a protective environment and being nurtured and taken care of. I understand. But I mean, I wouldn't live without that. That's a good thing to, to yeah. have. Like there's so many kids who don't have that. So we'll feel very fortunate too. And it's yeah. it's always hard to say because you haven't experienced any other way. Mm-hmm. I always say to people if, when they ask me if I would rather do A or B and it's about my life and upbringing, I yeah. always say I would never change it because I know the person I am today wouldn't have come without what I've been through in life. Exactly. And it's the same for everyone, mm. especially for you listening and watching out there. It's the same for you. You would not have been the person you are today without you having, you know, been through what you've been through. But you need to use it in a proper way. Don't yeah. use it as an excuse to get, you know, say, oh, I feel bad for myself. It's okay to feel bad for yourself or whatever, but don't do it for too long. You can go out drinking with your friends and everything, but not too much. Some things are good, but you got to limit it. you got to know the limit and you got to know where the sort of balance is. Yeah. How about you, positive and negative? Uh, positives, of course, I'm only referring to primarily my mom here. Um, she's... A very, you know, strong woman who taught me through her actions um, to make it work no matter what. Uh, No matter if it came down to finances, you know, food, going out, seeing the world, uh, going for trips and everything. She taught me a very valuable lesson that that was just and is to make it work. And just throughout all of the things I've seen and observed uh, from her throughout my upbringing is really probably the, I would say the best thing I've, I've ever learned. And I'm using it every day today. Even I started a new work this week due to the virus. So I can't be flying as a pilot. I'm using it there. I used it in football when I was playing there and professionally a little bit as well. So, so I'm using that in a, in a lot of places. So do you mean like doing what it takes to just keep going? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Negative. I think that there's a few things, and I understand these things growing up. One of them is 
uh, the finances. Mm. Obviously, when you don't have the money, and we didn't have the money growing up, you know, it, it becomes a focus. Because there's some things in life, you know, when you don't have it, you focus on it because you want it. But then really the focus end up uh, turning it into a negative thing, not having it. And that's somewhat yeah, what you referred to your mindset. before mm. as well. Yeah. What I have to say is that it's a tough situation because my mom, she's in a situation where she physically cannot work. Meaning she's not in a position where she can just go out and work for money. She's dependent on the government for money. Mm. Now, that alone means it's not the biggest income, really. Um, so I have a lot of respect for her just making it through with uh, whatever she was uh, given when I grew up. And given the fact that you had to raise a child on it, it's, it's quite amazing. So negative thing, the finances. So yeah, that's probably I mean, just the like the, the, yeah. Yeah, I totally and get that. Mm? I appreciate yeah. the fact that Having in, of course, I want to change that, and it's very normal for for kids who are growing up that they want to do the opposite that what their parents did. Mm-hmm. At least you see it a lot, and of course, I want to change that. I want to honestly be uh, financially independent. I don't want to worry about money because I've worried about money with my mom throughout my whole upbringing. But like I said before. I became aware of it in the process, meaning I'm aware of that it's not supposed to uh, take too much a turn in the negative direction. Meaning, you know, focusing on, I don't know, Louis Vuitton and Gucci (laughs) and big cars. Hey, I love cars. I Mm -hmm. like fast things. But it's not for the whole show-off thing. It's for me, it's for stepping on a speeder and feeling that you're being, you know, that you're pulling a little G in the, in the Rari or <laughs> Rover or whatever you want to call it. And, and that's really the thing for me. Nothing, nothing less, nothing more. I just yeah. want to have fun. Like we spoke about earlier. Do you remember when you went out to play football or play with Barrios with the, with the guys or the girls when you were younger? It's the same feeling, guys. It's the same feeling. <laughs> but it's you're funny, like growing get. up, again, relating to like adulting, I think I've become so much less focused on materialistic things. Is that because you have it? I don't think so. Okay. No, like I don't have the ambitions to like have a car, like a fast, fancy car. Yeah. Like it would be nice, sure, but it's not like a thing that I'm focusing very much on. Mm. that's where you realize too like growing up you've realized the importance of friendships family yeah just having really loving people in your life i think that's uh that's a very important thing for me i will say for me going further on from what you just said it's about me developing my mindset and me getting through when i have to get through Mm. meaning when you have those loving friends who say they're your friends but then they turn out not really to be supportive <laughs> as what you might think. Then there's only you left, buddy. There's no one else. Sure, you can go to your mom and your dad and say, ah. But the reality is, I can only say for me that sure, it's nice to talk to my mom and so on, but I have to handle it on my own. And that sounds, <laughs> no, that's just the way it is. And yeah. I think it's healthy to be able to be independent. Mm. And that's really also one of the things we wanted to talk about today, right? Being independent, yeah. standing on your own feet. And that's actually one of the one of the things that I read in the articles that um, a lot of people would say that like focusing on yourself, like self-care, I know you don't like that word, but you know, like focusing, working on yourself, people might see that as like a um, selfish thing to do, but it's actually not. Mm. Not at all. And you realize that like growing up too, because you see how working yourself reflects on others around you and how you 
because like just like Jordan Peterson says actually you have to um I think he says that like you have to fix your own house before you like help the world is that what he said your own house in order before yes. you something yeah. that's it is that from his book yeah it's Ooh, a rule. I remember that even though I haven't yeah. read the book yeah, no, it's, it's good um, but it's it's spot on yeah if people don't like that uh you know let them yeah know. no it's a it's a very true thing yeah it is and and remember you know if you if you prioritize someone else when there's you know when they were complaining about you fixing yourself um, and you prioritize them really you're uh, setting them on top of your own mind Meaning you don't prioritize your own well-being before theirs. Mm. And I understand there's different scenarios to that. And then you can say, oh, my mom is sick and oh, my dad, blah, blah, blah. That's okay. I understand that. Do whatever you got to do in those situations and so on. But use, use your mind wisely. Be honest yeah. to yourself. Um, really. And again, it, you're right. Like it's, It totally depends on what kind of person you are. I know that you said like you, you're fine by like focusing on yourself. I find that sometimes if I focus too much on myself, I can kind of feel like I'm in this little cave and just like feeling very critical of myself. Like, oh, I need to do this and this and this and so on, right? Um, but then when I meet up with other people, it kind of puts me in a different mindset and different mentality because I see how they are feeling and how I interact with them. And I feel like it gives me a lot. Oh, like yeah. it, it totally depends like who you are with, Absolutely. but meeting up with friends and family and things, uh, we, we finally able to do that here in Denmark. We actually always have, but I just have chosen not to, but I have been meeting up with more people because it is allowed and they're opening up the country and it just gives me so much. And I just realized that like how much what's, of a difference it actually makes. What does it give you? It gives me motivation. Because when you're like, oh, they're like, oh, what have you been up to? And then you start to talk about yourself. <laughs> no, that sounds weird. But you start to like reflect and then you hear how they're doing. And then you get, I just really enjoy like having really deep and genuine conversations. So yeah. But you only have that if it's proper. Well, I shouldn't say proper, but you have that if it's people that are on your vibe on your frequency whatever you want to call it yes i can't say that you oh you got to talk about self-development and you know developing yourself all at a time no it could be about barbies i don't care as long as you're happy and as mm. long as you do it with people that make sense to you and they help you learn more about barbies yeah. or learn more about transformers or psychologists or airplanes or harleys or ferraris i don't care Just do whatever makes sense to you. And you know deep down inside what really feels right and is right. And follow follow that gut feeling. You need to follow that. Yeah, but you mean like it depends on who you're hanging out with? Yeah. yeah. That's what <laughs> In a motivational sense. That is true. Yeah. It does depend. Um, yeah. And again, I feel like we should make an episode about like friendships. That would be interesting too. We will. Yeah, no, when, I think that was yeah. good. That was I, we're fun. not going to do a challenge for this week because last week we didn't do it because we've been so busy with everything else, which is fine. I mean, you, I'm glad you didn't do yoga because I didn't do the cool shower. No, that's not <laughs> fine, Juliana. It's a bad, no, ass, but it would be bad, not valuable, valuable, proper. Yeah, excuse. but I'm glad we're excuse. in the same boat. Like, I'm glad you didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't. But, but you did not, it. it why, why did you even bring it? I thought we agreed on that. Look, guys, it's just a bad because excuse. it feels weird. Now I'm we weak. started this segment no. and I did a theme song. 
Yeah. So it feels weird, like yeah. not mentioning it. Yeah, but she just had to talk about it all the time, guys. Look, we suck. We really suck. We we didn't follow through on what we had to follow through. But really, you, we can also use this as an example. It's a perfect example of us not being perfect at all, yes. by any means. And that's, you know, that happens for everyone, especially all of the goal setters. And I'm I'm not in, in doubt just even a little bit of all of the motivational speakers, all of the gurus, whatever you want to call it, they're in the same boat. Life hits them as well. Yeah. But important thing, principle, the mindset, you got to shape it. So it's, it leads you in that direction you want to go. Exactly. But we're also like challenging each other a lot. Me yeah. with you doing yoga and yeah. you with me yeah, doing cool shows, right? Like, it's a perfect yeah. example of it's a not friendship like you love. potentially could have mm. that helps you grow. I had a yeah. friend of mine, he challenged me to read 20 books this year. Mm. So that's what I'm doing. Of course, there's breaks even now and then. But yeah. guys, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Ah, here I stand. Yeah, I'm on a world. I feel grand. What uh, song is that? Uh, it's Michael Jackson, it's Tito, Which Nino. One? Yeah. All right. Nonetheless. Yeah. So this is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You know what you have to do. You have to leave us a voice message on anger.fm and play it on the next episode. And. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. I liked and that. follow us on so- all the socials. Yeah. Juliana's yeah. name is at... Juliana Chow. And Daniel's is... At Daniel's Pilot Life. Keep up with us there. And we post a lot of cool stuff. You just keep up the good work. I believe in you. We believe in you. Do what you got to do and reach those goals of yours. Yeah. But Thank take you. care of yourself in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day and thank you very much for listening. You're one and only.